0: I'm your host, Frank Blair. On Monitor 65, Tony Bennett...
1: Let it happen,
2: Have the moment, make it last.
3: Take the moment.
0: today, you sent your wife a Valentine card or gift. But if you were dazzlingly romantic, you took her to a candlelit cafe, heard some gypsy violin music, sipped wine, and kissed her hand like a Russian count. To bring us up to the minute on the modern techniques of hand kissing, Monitor sent Dale Remington to a demonstration.
4: This is Dale Remington with a report from Monitor. We've been invited to the world-famous Club El Morocco to the invitation, says, a hand-kissing demonstration to be taught by Vasily Limbrinos, handsome Greek actor and hand-kisser of royalty. England, Greece, and Egypt, It says. Is this true, sir? Yes, it is true. Well, now, tell me, is the art of hand-kissing dying out? No, I think it's spreading out more than ever. Do you think the art of hand-kissing will ever become uh, popular in the United
5: States? Oh, yes, I think it needs a little bit of encouragement, but uh, I think... It's going to spread out like uh, cologne for men spread out.
4: (laughs) Well, Mr. Lambrinos, going along with you on that theory, then we'd better brush up here in the United States on the art of hand kissing. I have a
5: couple questions I'd like to ask you. When to do it at all? Well, to begin with, the lady must be prepared to give her hand kissed. Otherwise, you don't kiss the hand of a lady that's not extended. You just don't go and grab it. Uh, so the, 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 they must be encouraged by the lady his hand being on the right position. Now, when you are introduced to a lady, you do it, or every time you see a lady, of course, mostly indoors. Uh, there are certain except, exceptions outdoors, like a garden party, uh, and uh, uh, nowadays you'll see in, in the south of France they do it even, even on the beach.
4: <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, now, when do you fake it?
5: You always fake it. You never really kiss the hand. Uh, you just pantomime, pantomime it. Uh, that is the former etiquette way. I mean, uh, now you can go further if you want, but that's uh, a more intimate way. But that's not the etiquette. Well, you never really... right. <laughs> Well, the, the right way it's uh, just pantomime it about an inch. Now, if you know the lady well, you might may touch with your lips. Uh, uh, her hand, but you don't really kiss it. You don't make any noises. You, you don't. just
4: don't do that. Huh? No. Do you ever kiss a gloved
5: hand? Uh, well, uh, any lady who is prepared to have her hand kissed will have her glove out. Uh, it, I don't think any lady who knows the manners uh, would extend her hand with a glove.
4: Now, what do you do when the woman is seated?
5: The same thing, only uh, usually when you meet a, la- a lady standing, you you bow both legs both feet together. Now, if the lady is seated and uh, it's seated very low, then you can put one leg forward so you can uh, make it easier for you. But, of course, the whole thing should be done without thinking. It's uh, uh, like saying hi. Well, you can't
4: be self-conscious about
5: it. Oh, no, you just do it. And do it It's very quick. It's just a, a... A very quick moment and uh, very relaxed. That's the most important thing is just to do it like the way you light a cigarette or without uh, thinking about it.
4: Well, it it seems to agree with you. You're all for hand-kissing then, right? Oh, yes, of course. Thank you very much, sir. Well, now, here's an attractive young lady who's been watching this hand-kissing demonstration going on. May I have your name, please?
6: Yes, it's Kiki von Fraunhofer.
4: Kiki? Kiki, what do you think of the art of hand-kissing?
6: Well, um, I'm partly European, you know, as you can tell from my name and partly American because I was actually born here although brought up in Europe and so hand kissing is quite an old art to me and I absolutely love it. It It really brings back the femininity in a woman, I have a feeling. And I think that other women must have the same reaction to it.
4: You think the art of hand-kissing, then, is a much warmer form of affection or greeting than, say, just shaking a hand?
6: Yes. It's a suggestion of intimacy without the actuality of intimacy, which is very flattering to a woman without any of the uh, responsibility.
4: Well, now, how many times would you figure that you've had your hand kissed?
6: Oh, it's in the hundreds.
4: Who is the most famous person who has ever kissed your hand?
6: Well, I don't. It depends. Uh, It could be Prince Alexander. This is in Europe, uh, Prince Alexander of uh, Munich, uh, several times kissed my hand. In America, uh, uh, both of the Cassinis and Mr. Hartford have kissed my hand.
4: Well, I think that's a pretty good record. Uh, Are there good hand-kissers and bad hand-kissers?
6: Yes, very much so.
4: Well, Kiki, I'd like to thank you very much for taking a minute and giving us uh, your attitude and ideas on hand-kissing. Thank you. This is Dale Remington returning
0: to monitor. Where the whole studio has run amok with hand kissing. <laughs> and relatives elsewhere in the nation are probably enjoying Monitor, too. For example, in Fresno, California, they're hearing us on KMJ.
7: Monitor, the best combination of news, entertainment, and sports on the NBC Radio Network.
8: Barry Belafonte sings a strange song on Monitor. Weatherwise talks about funny forecasts and his old farmer's almanac on monitor less than three minutes from now. Of course, Abe Weatherwise isn't his real name. But anyone who goes around predicting what the weather will be a year from now had better not use his real name. My real name is Ted Steele. And next on the schedule, the Chattanooga Choo-Choo, right on time. The book that's known as Harper's Bazaar. The man that's known as Abe Weatherwise is really Rob Sagendorf. He's the president of the Dublin, New Hampshire Publishing House responsible for the old Farmer's Almanac. The Almanac was first printed in 1792, and there's been many a storm over the country since then. According to the 1968 edition, there's going to be a, quote, memorable snowstorm from the Great Plains to New England during the last week of next January. Reporter Don Tibbetts checked up on the story from its source. Monitor is here in Dublin, New Hampshire to confront you, Abe Weatherwise. What are the chances of that uh, rough weather really taking place?
9: Well, the chances, Don, are pretty good. Uh, and we're saying for this coming year, it'll be rough for the last part of the month.
8: Well, in reality, Abe Weatherwise is Rob Sagendorf. He's the lanky president of the New Hampshire firm that is publishing its 176th annual edition of the. Widely read Old Farmer's Almanac. And, Rob, how do you describe the almanac yourself?
9: Well, by definition, an almanac is a timetable of the heavens. This is uh, a book which uh, tells you when the planets rise and set, when the moon rises and set, when the sun rises and set, and when the high tides are and the low tides are and all that. And, of course, as a corollary to all this astronomical information, Uh, we add the, uh, the weather forecast.
8: Weather forecasters in the main have difficulty predicting accurately what the weather is going to be tomorrow. How can you forecast the weather so far in advance?
9: Well, Don, the weather forecasters, particularly the United States Weather Bureau men, are uh, are operating in, at a 24-hour level pretty well, I would say. They're pretty good. At 48 hours, uh, they're not as good, and at uh, a week ahead, they're not as, not as good. But if they could... Uh, proceed as we do, namely as an artist rather than, rather than as a scientist, uh, they could probably do just as well as we do. But the fact of the matter is that we are working in, in very long range trends and cycles. And there are a number of these different kinds of cycles like the course of the Gulf Stream, ocean temperatures, the positions of the highs and uh, the brickness cycle and sunspots and uh, outer space, inner space, and all kinds of different things which go into our uh, what I call trend formula. Now, if we can hit a week like we're trying to say here the last week in January, say it's rough, this means that our formula uh, indicates that this week is going to be bad. Now, this is what we say from looking at what facts we have. Now, uh, sometimes it comes in, sometimes it doesn't. More often it comes in than it doesn't. So that uh, this is how accurate we are, like 70%,
8: 75%. Would you say that uh, your forecast could be called... Uh...
9: Timid or bold? I never thought of them that way. I've always thought they were funny. But uh, you can't regard this in any other way. If you lose your sense of humor about long-range forecasts, you want to look out for the men with the little white coats. (laughs) Sometimes you can go with a trend better than you can with a day-to-day forecast. I remember one time coming back from Spain on the USS Constitution... I told the captain of the ship there was going to be a terrific storm before we got into New York. He didn't believe me. He wired Washington. They said no storm. The fact of the matter was there always has been a storm in the last week of November, a northeast storm. And this one hadn't shown up in this particular year, but it did show up before we got into New York. This is what I mean by trends.
8: I see. How do your neighbors here in Dublin, New Hampshire, rate you as a forecaster?
9: Well, I think if you, if, they were, if you made an honest poll of this, they would think that I was a nut.
8: <laughs> but this evidently is not the case uh, across the nation because the, the old uh, Farmer's Almanac is, is relied upon by many, many people,
9: isn't it? Seemingly so. This is not just me or my almanac. This is because the tradition of America, you know, we've been making these weather forecasts, and other Farmer's Almanacs have, since 1793 for every single year. So this is, you know, this is traditional. This is born in you to believe in almanac. And I think there are more people believe in the almanac than do in the weather bureau. All right,
8: <laughs> <laughs> thanks to you, uh, Rob Sagendorf, Abe Weatherwise, and good forecasting with the Old Farmer's Almanac for many, many years to come. This is Don Tibbets in Dublin, New Hampshire, getting set for uh, the winter snow and returning you to Monitor Radio Central. Unfortunately, one of the items that used to appear in the Old Farmer's Almanac has been discontinued. It was roads and distances from tavern to tavern. <laughs> well, remember this bit of philosophy published therein. It is only 100 days from New Year's Day to the bluebird. And Vicki Carr sings, it must be him.
1: I tell myself, what's done is done. I tell myself, don't be a fool play the field, have a lot of fun, it's easy when you play it cool, I tell myself, don't be a chump, who cares, let him stay away, that's when the phone rings, and I jump, and as I grab the phone, I pray. shelf again you'll never hurt me anymore i'm not a puppet on a string i'll find somebody else someday
10: that's when the phone rings and once again
8: At 14 minutes before the hour, you're on the monitor beacon. monitor music sketch henderson plays it strangers
1: If you run to me when I call Then we'll find we never were really strangers
8: In one moment, wilt the stilt. Monitor Sports is brought to you by Lincoln Mercury, where the new 68 models are rolling again.
10: Lincoln Mercury's rolling again. And the roar of a new cougar echoes across the land. Mercury Cougar, the big cat, car of the year. Now for 1968, cougar looks for new worlds to conquer. Fully equipped with nothing less than a big 302 cubic inch V8, standard concealed headlamps standard sequential turn signals standard bucket seats and stick shift full width rear seat all standard and a cat smooth luxury ride there's a sporty new cougar gte and a luxury cougar xr7 with the look and feel of a fine european road car mercury cougar pound for pound dollar for dollar the best equipped luxury sports car in america Lincoln Mercury's rolling again, and your Mercury dealer's got new 68 Cougars right now. Mercury's and Montego's, too. See your Mercury dealer. He's ready to talk business now.
8: Wilt Chamberlain of the Philadelphia 76ers, once the firebrand of pro basketball, has mellowed. In one game this season, for example, he failed to take a shot from the field. His attitude toward the National Basketball Association seems to have changed, too. Reporter Jules Rind has the story in Philadelphia. Well, for a number of years ago, you called the National Basketball Association a Bush League. Uh, do you still think of it that way, or have you changed your mind? And if so, what has made you change your mind?
11: I never called it the Bush Licks, so, or uh, that was the title that was put on the particular article in which I was and writing, you know. I uh, did bring out a few Bush things that happened in, in our league, and that have been happening and still are happening. Uh, this happens in uh, quite a few uh, organizations or professional leagues, so to speak, and uh, these things you try to work on and all I ever did was try to give constructive criticism. Now uh, I, I feel as though that this league has come a long, long way, we still have... Uh, as far as I'm concerned some where way to go I believe we play too many games and therefore doesn't give the people that watch the games a chance to see the ball players at their full 100% capability because they're just too tired sometimes these are the type of things that I believe we have to still work on in the National Basketball Association but as I said before we've come a long way and uh, we're getting there now on the expansion this
8: year you've added two teams you added one last year now you have 12 teams do you think that the expansion of the National Basketball League uh, is going to hurt the quality of play that you see?
11: Well, actually, I don't think so because the way we're expanding now, two teams per year, it will be even more even out than it was last year. I think that uh, there are cities and there are ball players to fill uh, these expanded teams, and I believe that, you know, we should even go to 20, 20 teams in the near future. I think we will have about 20 teams in the league, and I think it will be a great help because, therefore, you have uh, teams all over the country. It will make traveling a lot easier, and it will make the whole thing a much much better system
8: uh, do you think uh, in the addition of the extra teams that you might consider uh, merging with the American Basketball Association
11: well, I don't think that the NBA is thinking about merging with the American Basketball Association think the American Basketball Association has anything to warrant for a merger right, right now
8: you didn't uh, have much um, in a way of uh, preseason practice and yet uh, you looked very good uh, how do you manage to keep in such excellent shape
11: well, actually, I think uh, for a professional athlete, it's easier to stay in shape all year round than to allow yourself to uh, slip for two or three months during the summer period and then have to work yourself back in shape in preseason training. So, therefore, I try to keep myself in shape all year round. This year, I dieted quite a bit, which helped me, and uh, I just uh, did a lot of running. Which teams uh, do you think are going to give you the most trouble,
10: and
8: which players are going to give you personally the most trouble?
11: Well, as far as teams are concerned, I believe the New York Knicks and. Uh, San Francisco and Boston, these should be the teams. Uh, right now, St. Louis is playing very, very good ball, but uh, uh, San Francisco, I believe, and Boston should be the two two toughest teams for us. And you say San Francisco and without Rick Barry? Yes, well, that's because uh, they have a very young and very strong team, a very apt coach. Uh, of course, they will miss Barry, but I still believe they have a great team. Thanks a lot, Will, and good luck. This is Jules Ryan
8: for Monitor Sports. Now, a word about Autolite. You're listening to a $250,000 experimental car, hand-built by Ford. It's got a $50,000 body, a $10,000 control panel, and a $4.00 oil filter, an Autolite filter, the same kind you buy. How come a $4.00 Autolite filter in a $250,000 car? Because there is no better filter, not at any price. Get an Autolite oil filter for your car, whatever kind you drive. The complete sports news and the most interesting sports figures every weekend on Monitor. Ed Ames sings When the Snow is on the Roses.
1: Now the golden sun can be Every summer day will love my like kiss When the snow
8: As it's here from the American Diabetes Association, over one and one half million people in this country are undetected diabetics. The most dangerous thing about diabetes is the fact that you may have it and not know it. Diabetes can be controlled, but to control it, you must know about it. This is National Diabetes Week. Please call your doctor, diabetes association, or medical society about a diabetes test for yourself and your family. Do it this week, Diabetes Week. Games last with happy music. We'll be back with more music, interviews, sports, and features after all the latest from NBC News. This is Ted Steele for Monitor.
1: Keep to the latest news now. It's on the air. Keep tuned for sports and views now. From everywhere, Run
8: with Monitor. I'm Henry Morgan, sitting in today for Ed McMahon. Besides death and taxes, baseball is as inevitable as spring. And nobody knows more about that than Monitor's Joe Garagiola. Joe's down in Florida at the spring training camps, and he'll have an interview for us later in the half hour with Buzzy Bavese, the vice president and general manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's about Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale and their contracts. And my favorite baseball quote of the week also comes from manager Wes Westrom of the New York Mets on how he hopes to inspire his team. Mr. Westrom said, quote, I'm going to tell the players that baseball is a serious game. So's love, says Connie Francis. Come
12: on, baby, let's tell all the people we found a way to handle the blues. Let's get together and just start a rumor that everyone will think is new Love is warm, love is fine, love is yours, love is mine Love is free, love is true, love is me, love is you Come on baby, let's tell all the people that love is such a wonderful thing Let's get together and just start a notion that everybody else can sing. Love is warm, love is fine, love is yours, love is mine.
7: time do you have? ten. Thank you. Is this bus usually on time? Uh-huh. Uh, how come you smoke Chesterfield King?
2: How come? Well, when I first met Byron at a party at Russell and Ethel's house, he took out this pack of Chesterfield King and said, try one, my dear. You can't get this kind of taste anyplace else. So I tried a Chesterfield King, and I agreed. Then later... When Why I'm do
8: Chesterfield I people like the taste of their cigarettes so much? Don't ask. Nobody's got the taste of a Chesterfield King. Daycron by DuPont A Man's Way to Look Great Stay Neat presents Monitor On Stage Star Performances recorded live at leading theaters and nightclubs around the world a performance by Alan Sherman in just one minute
13: What do you wear to
8: look great. What do you wear to stay neat? What What do you you wear? wear? What do you wear? Dacron, a man's way to look great, stay neat. How do you know your suit is tops? How do you know you feel your best? How do you know? How do you know? Dacron, a man's way to look great, stay neat. Wrinkles have it a chance when your suit's got Dacron. Browser creases last when your suit's got Dacron. What styles, what colors, the best in the land, the finest of fabrics in every top brand. What's a man look for to get a fine suit? What's a man ask for when he buys a suit? What do you you look for? for? What do you you ask ask for?
14: Dacron by DuPont. A man's way to look great,
8: stay neat. See Fine Tailored Suits with Dacron Polyester by Timely Clothes at your favorite store now. And now, from one of his nightclub appearances, that master of the parody, Alan Sherman.
3: Mommy and Dad are never nervous or mad when you teenagers go. Time, time, Daddy and Mom just stay at home and keep calm and watch the late, late show are gone we get to spend some time alone here that's our only chance to use the bathtub or the phone here when you're away besides we're stuck where we are because you kids took our money you kids took our car and went down where can you possibly till 4 a.m. cause you're roaming in the street somewhere downtown we would feel swell if only someone would tell us what goes on down there downtown but every time we ask you what you're doing after dark there you just say that you were brooding to the doula Clark there that's what I mean so kids give your folks a break because you're driving us crazy we sit here all night and take kill Swallowing pills so we'll calm count down Counting the hours you're down You and your fruit and your slime Collision, there goes the car. Beside that, you've been arrested, so we've gotta get up and we've gotta get dressed and Go borrow down, down. a car and go down, down. That's where you are. Down, down. Wait till I get you, kids. Home. There'll be no more fruiting, no swing, no jerk, no mashed potatoes. No swap. Now take them out. You're going to stay home tomorrow night. And your mother and I are going downtown. And we're going to dance the tango, the waltz, and the
8: bop And we're going to do the funny box. Monitor on stage with Alan Sherman, who will be featured again tomorrow. And now a word about timely suits. Here is a timely suggestion. A lightweight suit of Dacron polyester and worsted wool by Timely Clothes. Cool, handsome, carefree. And with timely clothes, great American fashion look, and exclusive balanced tailoring, a timely clothes lightweight looks better longer. Stop by your timely clothes dealer now. See the wide choice of textures, including the new silky look, with Dacron. Dacron
11: by DuPont. A man's way to look great, stay neat.
8: Dacron by DuPont. A man's way to look great, stay neat. It's been said that by 1970 the computer will be an inescapable part of everybody's business life okay but i want no part of it in my personal life may i talk about that a little bit and say a minute good just stay where you are and that's on the monitor beacon Here's a grand opening special from Bergeron Plymouth, your new Plymouth and Valiant dealer at 3525 Veterans Highway. Super values on Valiants, only $18.95. That's right, just $18.95. And that price includes heater, padded dash, outside mirror, backup lights, and lots more. Plus the longest, strongest new car warranty in the industry. And here's a big Bergeron extra, only 195 adds air conditioning. Big Valiant selection, but better hurry to Bergeron Plymouth, almost next door to Lakeside Shopping Center. Bergeron wants your business. They'll trade to get it and work hard to keep it. Monitor here, this is Henry Morgan. I saw a man the other day in one of those big buildings that look like a giant computer. And this man was working on a job by hand because the automation at this place was obviously a little off. He had a stack of those cards that go into the machine, only they clearly didn't fit in the machine. He had a big scissors and he was clipping them one by one down to the proper size. You and I get those cards in the mail, the ones that say, don't fold, mutilate, or spindle. I don't even know how to spindle. And this week, automation was put in at Aqueduct Racetrack. You put your money down in a machine, not at the window. And I guess a card comes out and it either says, You lose, or you weigh 237 pounds, go home. The first automated bar in the world is in London. Customers select their drinks by number. A computer notes the choice and adds up the bill. But a waiter still has to tote the drinks around... At New York's Lincoln Center, there were long delays in getting ticket orders out. The trouble was spotted, and finally a letter went out to the subscribers, and it said the ticket handling system was going to be improved by substituting a manual process for the automated system that had been in use.
15: I guess we're going to have to start worrying
8: about what to do with machines that are replaced by people. You're traveling
14: through the weekend world with Springtime Monitor. Want to be hot and sticky again next summer? Of course not. Then get Bryant whole house air conditioning now at pre-season prices. You can enjoy a cool, comfortable summer for less than you'd think. Bryant dealers are installing 1966 Quiet Line Air Conditioning at 1965 prices. They can fit the payments to your budget. As little as $14.60 a month. It depends on the size of your home. And Bryant Quiet Line air conditioning can be added to any adequate forced air heating system in a matter of hours. Then you'll be all set for summer before summer comes. What's more, Bryant Quiet Line air conditioning reduces dirt, dust, and pollen, and also the heat, humidity, and the stickiness of summer. And because you can keep the windows closed, the house is cleaner and quieter. Play it cool. Call your Bryant dealer, he's in the yellow pages. He'll tell you all about the low preseason prices. Bryant.
8: Julius La Rosa's new version of the song, you're going to hear from me.
2: Everyone tells me to know my place, but that ain't the way I play. Why am I daring to show my face? Cause I've got something to say. Move over, sun, and give me some sky. I've got some wings, I'm eager to try. I may be unknown, but wait till I float. You're gonna hear from me. Make me some room, you people up there. On top of the world, I'll meet you, I swear. I'm staking my claim. Remember my name. You're gonna hear
8: Monitor Sports with Joe Garagiola, brought to you by the Great American Insurance Companies, protecting the nation through hometown insurance agents.
13: Here's Joe. The saga of Drysdale and Koufax is told by Buzzy Bavese. But first, this word from the Great American Insurance Companies.
7: Hello? John, I just heard about the fire. Everyone okay? Yes, Barry, everyone's fine now. But at the time, it wasn't exactly a weenie roast. I hear the house was a total loss. Were you covered? Yes, thank heaven. And I was paid in full by Great American Insurance Company. thousand Thirty-five? That was fast. Good thing you were paying so much for insurance. Well, I wasn't paying all that much. No more than a lot of guys I know. And they're getting a lot less insurance. How so? I had a Great American Homeowner's Deductible Policy. Works just like the deductible on your car insurance. Great American pays everything over the amount of my deductible, according to the terms of my policy. So, I get more coverage for the same money.
11: Sounds sensible.
7: Where'd you get it? From an agent who represents Great American Insurance Company. You ought to give him a call. Yeah, he'll give you the lowdown on this great idea from Great American. More insurance, without paying any more for it. I ask you, how can you lose with a Great American homeowner's deductible?
13: Buzzy, tell us the Buzzy Bavese side of this great saga of Drysdale and Koufax.
15: Well, Joe, there's really no side to it at all. Uh, I think you've read the papers or heard it on the radio or watched it on television. You know what uh, the boys' demands were on our. And uh, our offers are somewhat smaller. And uh, I offered the boys what I thought was a rather large amount of money. They were not impressed. However, I was impressed with what they were asking these are two fine men, Joe. Uh, the people over monitor know this. And uh, uh, I'm very fond of both of them. Donald, I've known for 12 years. And uh, I, I cannot understand why Don is not here. Uh, baseball is in his blood. I'm sure he would be here if he hadn't gone into this, uh, what should we call him? an entry business. Uh, uh, Sandy is worth a lot of money, not only to baseball, but on and off the field he's worth a great deal of money. But we just can't be impractical in this business. We've got to look at it in a reasonable way. Uh, what happens to the other 23 players on the club? Are they, Am I going to tear their contract up because these boys are so far out of line? No. And I think uh, I will be talking to the boys next week, and I'm sure by that time we will know one way or the other, whether Donald and Sandy will be playing baseball,
13: Buzzy, did you have any idea that uh, something like this was going to come about—an entry-type uh, negotiation, as you call it? No, of course not, uh,
15: Joe. It's unheard of in baseball or any other business. It's not equitable. One boy it must be better than the other, and uh, I just can't see paying both the same thing. Now, if they want to split—if they want a certain amount of money and split up—it's all right with me. What was that you said of Koufax? Well, I believe Sandy's worth more money than Donald, and so I think Donald agrees to this. Now, if Sandy wants to take some of his money and give it to Don, I I can't stop him.
13: The Maury-Wills thing uh, seemed to be the typical holdout, uh, Buzzy, where he held out and then uh, you made it and he's here in camp. Uh, I would imagine this is going to work out eventually. Oh, yes. As you know,
15: Maury came in several days ago and uh, Maury was just being guided by what I told him over the past five years. As long as he's negotiating with me, get all you can. And Maury tried to get all he could out of me and he did. As
13: is that the Pavese uh, kind of system, Buzzy? I know ballplayers say you're one of the most generous. It's more of a, like a game with you. Get as much as you can. I'm going to get you for what I think is fair.
15: Absolutely right. When they come into my office, each boy knows that he's going to get his dollar's value. But try to get a little more. If they can, owe more power to them. So far, I think I've lost every race.
13: <laughs> Buzzy, in closing, uh, you're, you're not any closer now, but you will be talking to uh, Drysdale and Colfax come this week. Oh, I hope to call him uh, Monday morning, uh, Joe, yes, both of them. And are you talking directly to them, or is there a
15: middleman involved? No, there is a man by the name of Mr. Hayes whom I have never met or never spoken to. And uh, I, I think it's best that I continue talking to the boys. You will be talking to him? To the boys.
13: Drysdale and That's Right. Well, now, we may be back next week for the second chapter in this saga. Is that all right?
15: Well, uh, like Helen, Tran, it goes on forever.
13: <laughs> that was Buzzy Pavese, and this is Joe Garagiola from Monitor Sports. And now this word for Chrysler getting ready and staying ready are two different things being prepared for winter was a good idea and even though we've had some spring-like days winter isn't over so staying prepared for winter is a good idea for anyone especially anyone with a car my suggestion a midwinter checkup with certified car care at the place where they do the job and do it right your local chrysler plymouth or dodge dealers
8: joe garagiola is a regular on monitor each weekend I like him because he knows what he's talking about. And he says what he knows with style. During the week, you can catch him Monday through Friday on most of these NBC radio stations. Think big. Join the growing number of engineers who've moved to Airlift Center USA, Lockheed, Georgia. They are getting in on one of the biggest opportunities in aviation today, the C-5A, the largest airlifter in history. So big... It can hold six Greyhound buses, or 900 passengers when adapted to commercial operation. These forward-thinking engineers are enjoying the sunshine and pleasant atmosphere of one of the most progressive, active communities in the South, Atlanta, Georgia. A fast-growing cultural and educational center. All the advantages of living in Atlanta, and big opportunity, too. Lockheed's C-5A program is bringing in a new era in aviation. And you can be a part of it by writing Lockheed, Georgia Company, 834 West Peachtree Street, Atlanta, Georgia. That's Lockheed, Georgia Company, 834 West Peachtree Street, Atlanta, Georgia. Lockheed is an equal opportunity employer. a tune called, Let's Hang On. When you can't afford to be dull, sharpen your wits with no Doze.
1: It's been a lovely evening, Mother. Frank and I are so glad when we can spend an evening with you, aren't we, Frank? Frank?
12: Frank!
8: no Doze helps you to be more naturally alert to people and conditions around you. No-Dose keep alert tablets as safe as coffee when you can't afford to be dull.
1: Sharpen your wits with no dose Low dose
8: keeps you alert. Here's another suggestion for you people who are driving. Pay attention to your driving. Forget about personal problems when you're behind the wheel. That's the advice of the National Automobile Dealers Association. You can't drive and do two thinking jobs at once. Safe driving requires your complete concentration. The new car dealer in your neighborhood hopes you'll remember that. This is Henry Morgan. Coming up... NBC Monitor News.